Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The Athletic. Hi Reds, James Pearce here, just finishing up at Craven Cottage where it finished Fulham 1, Liverpool 1. The Reds advancing to the Carabao Cup final, 3-2 on aggregate. Coming up, we'll bring you all the post-match reaction that you need. We'll hear the best bits from Jurgen Klopp's press conference and my colleagues Tony Evans and Andy Jones will drop by with their take on the night's proceedings. Once more, Liverpool will make that very familiar journey. So it's all over here at Craven Cottage. Liverpool, 3-2 victors on aggregate against Fulham. They will march on to face Chelsea in the Carabao Cup final at Wembley on February the 25th. How good does that sound? This remarkable pursuit of glory on four fronts is still well and truly alive. Liverpool will be looking to lift that trophy for a record 10th time. And of course, it will just be the latest instalment of major finals between Liverpool and Chelsea after those two battles in both the domestic cup finals two seasons ago. And Jurgen Klopp's side was certainly good value for the victory over Fulham, certainly across the two legs. They had to fight for it. They had to dig deep, especially in those closing stages tonight after Diop turned in Wilson's cross to make it 1-1 on the night and, of course, put Fulham within one goal of forcing an extra half hour. Yet Liverpool stood firm and they, they really should have put the tie to bed before that. It was, um, it was a night when they were in... You know, total control for big chunks of that game. They got off to the dream start tonight when uh, it was a it was a brilliant crossfield pass from from Kwanzaa. Liverpool had clearly targeted that space in behind Castanet, the the right back, and and credit to Luis Diaz. I thought he was sensational tonight. He outfought Castanet, battled his way into the penalty box, cutting inside and uh, beating Leno. Probably far too easily, I think, for the keepers liking at his near post. Oh, and Luis Diaz has an opportunity here, which he takes. He squeezed it in beyond Ben Leno. That was Liverpool off to an absolute flyer. And what that did do was it just dampened the atmosphere around this place because... Um, you know, it was it was interesting hearing Klopp just now talking about how you know he had reinforced to his players before the game today just how big this was for Fulham. You know, you have to you probably have to go back to their um, Europa League run to the final in in 2010 for the last time they had a cup night as big as this here. So um, Klopp said they had to match Fulham for effort, and and sure enough, you know they certainly did that. He could have no complaints on that front. It it really probably. Should have should have been put to bed. There was some there was some real quality moves on the counter attack. There was some decent saves from Leno who went some way to a atoning for his uh, his earlier his earlier blunders. Um, and then you know, second half, of course, Fulham had to take risks. They had to try and find two goals from from somewhere. You know, 
Nunes went close uh, a couple of times. A few times Liverpool's decision-making let them down. One in particular when Diaz managed to play it behind everyone when uh, when he, he, he really should have picked the killer pass. There was another one when he uh, Nunes, in fact, should have picked out Diaz, didn't, picked out Elliot and Leno made the save. And of course, you know, even... Even then, despite Liverpool's control, you thought, are they going to be left to curse the fact that they haven't been ruthless enough tonight? And uh, Klopp shook things up. He sought fresh legs when he he brought on Curtis Jones and Diogo Jota. And I think one of the most impressive things for me about that Liverpool performance tonight was, again, you know, the shape was so good. You know, they, they swarmed all over Fulham. You know, I lost count the number of times Liverpool won the ball back at the top end of the pitch. And it just seemed that every time Fulham looked to advance the ball forward, there was a red shirt on top of them. And that, that shape was, you know, you could see that is the outcome of, of a team that's been so well drilled on the, on the training pitch. And um, out of nothing, really, Fulham pulled that one back through Diop. And then, of course, what that did do was just gave everyone, well, certainly the, 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 all the home fans here, a little bit of hope. And, uh, and then suddenly it was a bit backs to the wall. Canate uh, and Bobby Clark came on and Klopp actually made the decision to switch to five at the back with Gomez and Bradley playing as, as win, wing backs. But um, Kelleher only had one save to make after, after that D-up goal and, and Liverpool were able to breathe a sigh of relief at the end. Great scenes in the away end, uh, a massive banner unfurled saying, imagine being us. And uh, it, it really is a very, very exciting time to be a Liverpool fan with this four-pronged attack of going, going towards glory on, on four fronts and now just 90 minutes away from getting that first trophy in the cabinet if they can beat Chelsea uh, at Wembley on February the 25th. So uh, in terms of standout performers tonight, I, I'd certainly reserve a hell of a lot of praise for... Jarrell Kwanzaa and Connor Bradley, two young players who have stepped up brilliantly this season. Um, both really come out of nowhere in terms of, um, you know, no, neither, no, nothing was really expected of either of them in terms of, you know, real serious senior minutes. Yet they've both been thrown into a cup semi-final and, and fully repaid the manager's faith. Van Dijk, for me, again, you, you're almost a danger of taking him for granted. He's such a colossus. You know, he, he led by example. And, and Joe Gomez, um, you know, for me, I thought, again, when you think it could have really hurt Liverpool losing Robertson and Simakas in such quick succession. But he's been sensational as a, as a stand-in left-back Gomez. And uh, he was rock solid again tonight. So a great night for Liverpool in the capital. So first up in his press conference, Jurgen Klopp was asked just how satisfying that was to see his team Dig deep and get the job done. Very. So, getting the draw for them, then you have just look where do we play first. I think everybody would say, probably would prefer to play the second game at home. So we play our home game first and we, we win 2-1 and we all, we all long enough in the business to really know that um, nothing, <laughs> half time, all good. So you would expect that Fulham comes here today out of the block, flying, um, Carlos and I liked our first 30 minutes really a lot. So we were just ready for this game and that's the most important thing. So I heard yesterday Marco's press conference and I, I, and I, I, I love it. I, I respect him so much that's why I had to look at it. But even he's here, most important game 
maybe of the season, stuff like this, one of the final and all these kind of things. And you know what it means to them. And I told the boys, I know what it means to us, but we have to show it to the outside world that we want it as much as they want it. And I saw that. So, but after half an hour, scoring one goal, I think we could have scored a second one. Um, oh, game opens up slightly, and um, we go half time. Wanted to play more football, wanted to control the game more again. Then they come out, and they may be depressed, blah, 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 do that, but we understood the game slightly better. Um, I like the second half as well. We should have scored over two situations. I think the counter attack, when everything's perfect, and then Lucho doesn't find the red player, which is uh, for shame. And then, and, and Orban Harvey could shoot um, with his slightly weaker right foot. There, we could have put the, the game to bed. We didn't. 1 1. Harry Wilson, so another Liverpool boy, <laughs> with a really good moment, to be honest. Um, and and we have to bring it over the line. We did. It feels great. We are really happy. Dressing room was really happy. The boys wanted it. The boys got it. So, and now we have. I don't know, 10 games to play until the final in four weeks or so, so there's a few games coming up um, before that, but we, we are looking forward to Wembley, definitely. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Walk On, your dedicated Liverpool podcast from The Athletic. Well, Klopp was then asked about the contribution of Luis Diaz, who, of course, got that crucial opening goal on the, on the night and, and caused Fulham a lot of problems with his uh, mazy runs down that left flank. He's a fantastic player, absolutely fantastic. There's absolutely no criticism, but I, mean, I, I wish he would have set up the second and scored the third because first half it was a fantastic football situation where it was in a similar situation like when, like when he scored. So, but playing-wise, what a boy, the speed, the power, what he can generate, the technique, the, the, the combination of all that is absolutely outstanding. And I'm, I'm really happy, but I like Darwin's performance today a lot as well, to be honest. I mean, he was not maybe not involved in, 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 in these kind of finishing situations, but to defend him is, is, a, is a nightmare, to be honest. He was everywhere, he kept the ball and all this kind of work. So the boys bring us to death. Um, we can use from time to time. It was just a, a good game, a good cup game. So we expect that tonight that we just show um, quality and, and, and get through and this will be a walk in the park. Doesn't understand the game and doesn't understand the importance of the occasion because both teams really want to go to Wembley and we, we qualified and that's all. We could wish for. Well, some people would have regarded it as a, a bit of a gamble by Klopp playing Kwanzaa ahead of Canate tonight, but Kwanzaa undoubtedly has earned his manager's trust and faith with the way that he's delivered so far this season. And Klopp was asked about that decision to play Kwanzaa. Oh, we don't make a real difference of it, to be honest, but I don't know exactly how it looks in Jorel, but he looks pretty calm all around um, with all these kind of things. So it's not that we mentioned like during the week like five, six times that. By the way, it's semi-final, don't forget it. If we lose, we are not to in Wembley. We tried to help the boys at least with a bit of the experience we had over the years. Um, no, but he's just a good player. 
Charles is a really good player, so that's the most important. Connor Bradley, I don't think he played in a semi-final, to be honest. Um, um, Bobby Clark, if they're on youth level, so these boys are, they are essential for what we do in the moment, and um, it's really nice for them. You can see how they grow every day. It's a, it's a really cool experience for us and for them, and helped them a lot the last few weeks. Well, I got the opportunity to ask Jurgen Klopp about just how important Joe Gomez has been to this remarkable run Liverpool have been on and the manner in which he has stood up and delivered at left-back in the absence of both Simakas and Robertson. Without Joe, nothing would have happened in the last uh, pretty much 13, 14 weeks since Robbo is out. Yes, because he could play there. But the things we could do with Trent when we brought Joey on, I don't know exactly how many games Joey made now this year, but I would say 20-something already. Um, and not only games, he played exceptional today again. It's a real defender and, you, and he comes inside. <laughs> He's doing that really well. Um, tried a couple of times, obviously, to finish the discussion about not scoring. I would say for my taste a bit from too far, but um, still all right. Yeah, he was uh, a lifesaver, to be honest, that he was here, that he, was, that he could play. And um, people forget how important Joey was in the, in, the, in the best years we had. I don't know how many games he played in the year when we became nearly, when we became champion, and how many games he played in the year when, we, when he won the Champions League, so like a lot. Um, and rightly so, because he's a top-class player. Well, the Liverpool boss was also asked about that giant banner that read, Imagine Being Us in the away end. The question was, well, what is it like being Liverpool and being Liverpool manager at the moment? I can tell you, I just completely fine that our fans feel it like that. It's absolutely fine. I'm really happy and pleased for them. But um, we're playing three days against Norwich. That's my problem, if you want. Four days late? No, we're playing four days again. What is today? Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, four days. But then three days after that, we play Chelsea. And then Arsenal. So, yeah, imagine having to play, being us, and having to play all the games we have to play. Um, so that's 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 not as enjoyable as watching them. But it's fine, absolutely fine. And the final question at the press conference concerned Quivine Kelleher and uh, Jurgen Klopp confirming that the Republic of Ireland international will indeed keep his place for the Carabao Cup final against Chelsea and talked about the importance of this competition in terms of his development as a goalkeeper. Cuiv is a top, 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 top goalie. And when Ali, when Ali is fit, then he doesn't have a lot of games. So and I want to give him desperately the opportunity to play because it's important for development and he deserves it on top of that because he's always there, he's, he's giving him absolutely everything. Like Adrian, by, by the way, is the same. They deserve moments. And um, this competition, well, I, I told Ali um, before the season, Ali is, this was like, no, two years ago, was already like that, right? Yeah. So I don't know exactly how many games he played now already, but with European League, there were a few, and that's, that's how, it, how it works. That's how it works. And he was really happy after the game today. He's not smiling a lot, at least when I'm around. But um, after the game, I could see he was really happy about qualifying again and having the chance again to win the second trophy in his career, which is, uh, would be a big one. But we all know it's Chelsea, yeah? and they probably want to put history right uh, after playing us twice um, two years ago. 
Yeah, but it's just great. For the latest subscription offers, head to theathletic.com forward slash Liverpool pod. Just come down to Fulham and I thought it was a very professional performance tonight. They killed the game very early on and it meant there wasn't a lot of jeopardy around. But given it's Jürgen and the Klopp team, then they, they want to make it like things lively. So I can see there's one late on towards the end. And, um, and for a moment, for a moment, Craven Cottage thought there was a chance there wasn't. It was an extremely good performance without some of the main stars of the team, which really, really bodes well for the future. And who stood out? Well, they booed Javier relentlessly. Even he only played two games for them. I thought he was superb. I thought Joe Gomez was excellent. Virgil got a bit rattled towards the end, but you know what? There wasn't really any drama tonight. Roll on Chelsea, and you know what? Fulham are better than Chelsea. Wembley should be fun. This is Walk On, your dedicated Liverpool podcast from The Athletic. Hi Reds, Andy here. And uh, once again, the Reds are off to Wembley. Um, hopefully not for the the only time this season, but uh, importantly, it's at least one visit. In, in the main, Liverpool were, well, I, certainly I felt they were pretty comfortable throughout. You know, they scored early. I think they, you know, lots been lots been talked about and the, the theme of the season has been, you know, Klopp's tactical tweaks and, and substitutions making making an impact and and changing games. But I thought Liverpool started really well. There was a, a purpose and a front footedness to them. You know, just in in those first in those first few minutes and on the on the flip side, you know, it was built up, you know, as a big game for Fulham. Big semi final, chance to get to Wembley. You know, they don't come around very very often. But it felt like there was a nervousness, and what was quite interesting was, was as soon as Fulham looked like they'd finally got a bit of a foothold and, and gathered a bit of composure, was was exactly when Liverpool hit them, and you know it's it's a great bit of play from from Diaz to, to get into the shooting position, gets a bit of luck from you know deflection, and and then you know a bit of poor keeping. I think it's fair to say, but yeah, it was that that was a real a real positive on on that note to, to start so quickly and 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 settle any nerves that Liverpool might have had because. You know they didn't they didn't put the tighter by the Anfield Fulham caused them problems and you know that that could have affected them and you know it could have been you know Fulham had, had been the, the quick starters if you like and Liverpool had been a bit sloppy then it could have you know knocked them and and, and Fulham could have been on the front foot but instead Liverpool were then able to manage the game and largely kept Fulham at bay uh, particularly in the first half um, you know there were half chances that Fulham sort of created but I thought Liverpool's you know press was was really good I thought Elliot was. Was excellent in that regard, and and he kept you know finding Elliot and, and Gravenberg in in those half spaces, and Gravenberg particularly was able to get on the turn, and I thought it you know his performance was was encouraging, and I know there's a he's he's quickly becoming that sort of marmite type player at the moment, but I think you you know there were there were encouraging signs there tonight, particularly in possession, but I thought you know second half out of possession probably not as maybe noticeable as. As, as other players and particularly the defence but I thought you know he made some some good interventions you know was, was in good positions and you know there was a couple of headers from corners actually where Fulham of course Liverpool problems you know in a couple of games so you know that that was that was a pleasing thing for him um, and, and again you, you looked at that midfield too particularly ahead of McAllister and thought you know is that a little, little bit too offensive maybe and you know would you have the protection and, and, and I think both both played their part really well and then, yeah, you know, Fulham do get the goal. Um, sort of came out of nothing, really. It didn't feel like Fulham were 
were knocking on the door. They were they were beginning to build a little bit of pressure, but Liverpool never never seemed phased. And you know the majority of the big chances and the the shots were coming a you know a Fulham's goal, and, and Liverpool could have you know doubled the lead and put put the tie out of sight if you know if, if the finishing had been a little bit better or they'd been a little bit more clinical because there was a couple of breaks where you know they might have, they didn't quite pick the right pass. One of them in particular was when he did get a bit of a you know a slice of luck. The op beat Kelleher in the air and and Andres. You know, Pereira strikes the post from the tight angle, but you know you you would expect a player to score um, in, in what was an open goal. But Liverpool went down the other end, and Darwin Nunes led the counter attack. Uh, had a couple of opportunities to play in Gakpo or Diaz, but instead, you know, continued his run. Still played the good pass to Elliot, but on on Elliot's weaker foot, the, the shot was weak and that chance was gone. When Fulham do get the equaliser, there's a little spell of pressure after that and Liverpool looked a little bit on the ropes, a little bit wobbly, probably not massively helped by Curtis Jones coming into the number six and losing McAllister and, and losing a little bit of that control and that defensive nous. Um But yeah, Liverpool then, then managed to quiet the game down and, and managed the, the rest of it really well. You know, it's it's uh, if, if we are talking about the, the quadruple, it feels eerily similar, doesn't it? Um, in all four competitions still and a Carabao Cup final against Chelsea um, very 2021-22 vibes about it hopefully Liverpool can get the same results in that game but they keep marching on and they keep you know rising to the challenges and navigating their way through you know games and and, and tricky periods in matches so it's you know it's all really positive and, and off we go to Wembley So that's it from us here at Craven Cottage. For plenty more match reaction and analysis, check out The Athletic. I'll be back for At The Match following Sunday's FA Cup tie against Norwich City at Anfield. Thanks for joining me. I'll catch you then. The Athletic.